was. What did he play? I don't know. I only know from IMDb credits that he was in that. Yeah, my probably knows. And he is a Star Trek connection, Mike. He was in Deep Space Nine. Okay. Tom Villard. Oh, wow. There's so a lot of stuff. Yeah. Now we're having a delivery of Buzz Cola, mm -hmm. and we will have... Look how young you are, Eddie. Look uh, at that. Great fashion. Yeah. Young stud. Yeah, you got the, the handcuffs on the side and the suspenders. Yeah. yeah. Now, Eddie, I understand that you graduated high school and went straight to Hollywood. Tell yes, us your I, motivation. I came out the next day. I wanted to be a comedian. Well, I worked at my dad's jewelry store. I had worked there, and I fell asleep in the display window, and dad fired me, so I couldn't do that. Dad offered to buy me a Dairy Queen franchise there, and I didn't want to run Dairy Queen. So dad said, tell you what, I'll give you $400 a month. This is 1975, remember? Yeah. He goes, I'll send you $400 a month. You can live on that. Try making it in Hollywood. So he'd send me $400 a month, and I got greased within two years. I lucked out. In Terrific. those days, yes. four, yeah, 400 was enough in those days. My rent, I think, was 125 a month, and the rest wow. bought me food, you know, and in, 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 in those years, I would pay. Nowadays, you know, $400, you, you'll survive for like a week on that if you're lucky. I think with inflation, $400 is like $4,000, $5,000 now. Yeah, exactly. My dad was a very generous man. Well, I guess he had a little bit of money if he's throwing around Dairy Queen franchises and $400 yeah. checks. He was a great businessman. That's great. We didn't get on that great. You know, we had a lot of fights and all, but he was, when it came down to it, he was a really good father. I should have been a better son to him. I wish I was a better, I was a better son. We all have that wish, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Hindsight is perfect. Okay. Yeah. Now, Linda is a nerdy girl from high school, right. but Menlo or Bunny has figured out how to give her like a beautification machine. And this yeah. is what keeps her pretty. And this is why she must be uh, on board with him and yeah. helping him so that she doesn't revert back to nerdism. Making, yeah, making that knockout a nerd. Is, it's amazing metamorphosis, isn't it? This, this is, is a jarring Randall's image. Brainchild in uh, one weekend of painkillers. He came up yeah. with all of this. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a jarring image. You, putting the, putting the... Trivia I never knew. That's interesting. What did Randall do? Now, did Randall work after this movie? Yes. And as a matter of fact, this movie was a bit of an embarrassment. And he would be in some, you know, like somebody's office. And when they find out that he did surf too, lots of times that was it. The interview was over. His agent uh, hated it. His yeah. agent said, this is the worst piece of shit I've ever read, uh -huh. you know, because he was writing family things. He had never done a comedy. He was right. writing dramas. <laughs> right. You know? Interesting. Now, this is another great moment in this scene. Like, I would never expect to see this in a movie. They're kind of reenacting, I guess, like the Mark Twain frog story, but they well, have the chariots um, of fire music. Right. Chariots oh, yeah, they of fire. Or something. Yeah, they're racing frogs. Yeah. And they, and they have this fake chariot oh, yeah. of fire. Music. Chariot of fire. Yeah. Chariots of fire. <clears throat> Which was on everybody's mind because it was late 70s. What was it? 78, 79? Oh, 83. Right. It was super on people's minds. Now, could Chariots of Fire suit us for plagiarism? Can they do that? Or, or do you have a license to steal like that? You, they probably not every note. Not every the, note. Right. No, they didn't. You, you can take the song and then change a note or two and get away with it. And that's Oh, what is that how they do it? Yeah. Interesting. That's interesting. Put, that, put down that beaker, Borker, or 
Yeah. What was the line? <laughs> right, right, right. Put down that Booker Beaker, yeah. Yeah. Not too labored. Look how well-dressed Cleavon is in all this scene, you know. Yeah, he's great. What a, what a wonderful, nice man. Now, Peter Isaacson was a wonderful comedic actor. He ended up becoming oh, yeah. a producer. After mm -hmm. CPO Sharky, he just sort of wasn't in front of the camera anymore. Yeah, he wasn't. Peter is a great, dear friend. He's wonderful. We did a Magnum PI the year before this, and I he was just the sweetest yeah. guy in the world. Now he just I asked him about that. He just said he never liked acting. He never wanted the attention. Like we're we're pretty much egomaniacs. You know, an actor is you know look at me, an actress look at me, look at me. Peter was never yeah. that way. He like he was much happier behind the camera. He just didn't have the ego for it. Yeah, yeah. And it's too bad because he was so funny. He nails it. He nails it when you know, he addresses get up. the audience. That scene on the beach, get down, get up. Yes. You know that where he goes, yeah. get up. I thought that was hilarious. I always laugh at that one. And when he does the aut autopsy on the surfer, it's yeah. hilarious. And it's, yeah. yeah. I he still think him on the skateboard. Accident. He's yeah. going to introduce these movies uh, by skateboarding up on stage and then like uh -huh. hopping off the skateboard and walking to the dais. It's really right. funny, like just very graceful. And this scene yeah. too is great. I mean, we've already seen the surfer blow his nose on the uh, bed sheet, and uh, you can see Cleveland just going to faint. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Down he goes. Now, you know, one thing I should mention: this has a uh, '60s, '80s, and a '50s vibe, and I feel like this this yeah. music. It seems like what they would have on the Gleason show or something. You're right, these commercials. Or yeah. in Greece, you know, we have that. You know, Greece, we have the commercial on TV, brush up, brush up, brush up. The 50s commercials. Right. Yeah. Now, look, I love the way that the director says, okay, we did our bit in which it's a split screen. So let's just break reality. Yeah. Exactly. He was, Randall, Randall was actually a good director. I think he was really good. He's one of the better directors I've worked with. I personally loved working for him. I thought he was really good. Well, from what I understand is he would let you do your thing. He had no yeah. issue with how you were, but he wouldn't rein you in or tell you right. to play it up more. That's how I like directors. I worked for a turkey called Richard Fleischer, the worst director I ever did. And every time I tried to contribute something, oh no, he was a crabby old curmudgeon. Every mm. time, hey, can I do, I don't know, anywhere, just this old grouch. Randall was the opposite. He was very giving. Anything I suggested, he tried. Now, if he didn't like it, we wouldn't do it. But he gave me free reign, you're right. And he let me try anything I wanted. He was a really great comedy director. I loved him. Now, Mike, we saw Ruth Buzzy last year in Bad Guys, that wrestling film. A wrestling movie, which is also like 86. So she definitely uh -huh. had a career going after in the 80s. Yeah. I, yes. I know, um, what was the movie with Alan Arkin? uh carl burnett where it was like he was sleeping in the transbay terminal of san francisco and ruth buzzy was like kind of a uh i don't know she was part of a gang that was against him choo choo something I, I i forget but i've seen ruth in a lot of buzzy in a lot of films after i think her legacy got away from me yeah her legacy will always be laughing of course she'll always laughing, be tied. Yes. it's like no matter what i do i'll always be tied to greece no matter what but her legacy will be laughing but she now they are lady. They are real life scared of him right now. Tom Ballard apparently is the nicest guy, but yeah. the, you know somebody said definitely slamming. Yeah, freaked out slam dance. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because he's going to slam his head through the wall and then continue climbing out, even though there's yeah. no reason to do so. 
that wasn't scripted. Him hitting his head through the wall was scripted, and you can see that great um, uh, smoke machine that's coming. Yeah, up kind of great. Of him right. crawling through the wall. That it keeps was all going. Him. Yeah, it's really. Fun. Oh, here comes our wall. There it comes. Boom. You Boom. See the smoke that's all you need. Wall. That's all you need. And then he keeps going. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Did he pass away of AIDS? Is that right? Well, it was the answer is yes. It was pneumonia, uh -huh. but I mean, you know, there's no immune system, and right. so the pneumonia okay. took him. Yeah, no. sadly, it's, I've had I've worked with so many actors who who passed away of AIDS. It's so sad. Okay, so here we go, Mike. Your scene, in which my he's favorite scene. Right up there. Look at that. How graceful is that? Oh, yeah. Now the audience hates him because he's an uncool teacher. Uh huh. Yeah. Is there like any breath, like? Don't they like not see the teacher at night? It's it's the high school. They don't get a break. They don't <laughs> have a break. See Cleavon sitting there. We hardly notice him. Right. In a magazine, yeah. Now Eddie's about to walk in in great cowboy boots and stuff, but right, Linda is really dressed up. This really. is where I put my legs up on the table. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well. There was a scene, we'll see a scene where someone lights a dog do do bag and you, you crush it in your boots. Right now. And then, yeah. But <laughs> right. you'll see somebody really concerned in the crowd trying to put the fire out after the scene. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, interesting. Well, it must you smell like... Good eye, Mike. Yeah, well, it's weird because it, technically if shit did burn in a theater, people would probably leave the theater. It right. Is I, yeah, so it's a cartoon movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the now film burns Yeah, I love this scene because we're watching a movie, watching the, uh, people watch a movie, so mm -hmm. we get to see ourselves right. kind of in it until well, the punk see the film. What's the recent film we saw? Did you see the one that came out with Sharon Tate? That Sharon Tate in the film. It was a yeah, right. movie, and she's, she's watching, watching the Wrecking movie. Crew. Yeah, and this is she's like me there. watching that. Yeah, it's like me. Yeah. That's like the Sharon Tate same thing. Didn't she put her feet up on the seat too? Same thing. Oh sure, bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> they stole it from her too. Tarantino took this for Surf 2. That's right. Yeah. You know, knowing Tarantino, he probably saw Surf 2. I wouldn't be surprised. He loves weird esoteric films. Yeah. Oh, sure. Does. And this is such a Southern California film, too. I mean, yeah. It's a commentary on these surf movies. You know, I had a friend that used to host these films, like Warren Thomas or whatever the guy's name was, and mm -hmm. they would just show clips of surfboarding for, right. you know, endless, endless summer type of film. Now, who's yeah. that Hollywood? Is it Elvira? That's the vibe I get off of her album. Oh, yeah. Right, I could see that. No. And a little Liquid Sky, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Liquid Sky. I don't know if right. you know that movie, Eddie. Uh, look at that great cowboy hat, man. Okay, so yeah. here we go. He likes the dookie. <laughs> oh, no! Your, your poor boots. Yeah, the only time in my life I ever wore cowboy boots. <laughs> I see this fire right there. This guy's going to put it out. He, he can't take it. Right next to Johnny Bighead, who is doing Belushi's uh, Bluto. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. This whole movie, not that we're going to see it because it's going to burn up, but the whole movie is right. just shots of surfing. Yeah, yeah, that's all you need. Yeah. What has Josh been doing over the years? Can you tell me I loved him? Yeah. Let me Did he work after this movie? Um, I'm going to tell you in a minute. I want you to know that um, Sparkle is trying to warn everybody about Buzz Cola 
Uh-huh. But uh, Menlo, Bunny keeps shutting them down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not, and the gremlins do this too. I, I think around this time they eat the film. Yeah, I love it. Okay, Johnny Bighead, Joshua Camp- Cadman. Uh, Josh Cadman, right. Do too much. He was in an episode of Quantum Leap in 89, and that was his last credit. Uh-huh. He was in The Sure Thing in 85, going all the way in 81, so that's mm-hmm. earlier. Okay. Um, they, do, they do have him on the video, on the DVD, the, the Blu-ray of uh, the uh, recent reissue where the, he talks mm-hmm. in the making of, and he's, okay. he gives his okay. regards, but he, he okay. doesn't, he, yeah. I love this scene. What a great horror movie scene. Like you you have a romantic dinner with zombies serving food to her. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) What girl could resist this? What's that? Yeah. What girl could resist this? Yeah. Now, one of the zombies is like drinking their wine. Yeah. They break the bottle and drink it. Yeah. I think I saw a recent movie where it was very similar that there was like kind of a mad scientist who created a romantic scene, but it was just out of just pure horror behind. That's interesting. Who knows? Everybody's stealing from surf too, apparently. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We agree. I would love to really though. I've always wanted to ask the Simpsons writers if they got Buzz Cola from that as a little homage. The first time I saw it was like about 30 years ago and I've always wondered about it. Yeah, because they did a lot of a lot of their bits are homages, homages that are now like part of their canon. Like the phone calls that Mo got were based on these calls from the two bar in, in right. Jersey City. And right. then there's like even the dough is a reference to some guy in the '30s. So the references yeah, with, become uh, what's his their name? moneymaker. James Finlayson, yeah, the Laurel and Hardy yeah. band. Yeah, but he doesn't get yeah. any money off of it, and mm-hmm. so you know, and they make a profit off it. Oh, this is a right. crazy scene right here. This is this is the scene where I was watching this and I just couldn't believe it was happening. Well, it's not camera tricks. They are really going to turn this into a convertible mm-hmm. right now with a chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, they're going to cut through a really. Yeah, it's crazy. This. Yeah. Now, this director never saw joysticks, never even heard of it. And it so goes with this film. Uh-huh. Joysticks was before this? Around the same time, I think. Okay, yeah, I remember joysticks coming out. Joy, I have it right here. Oh, here, I'm gonna have to play the line. 1983, joysticks was 1983. This is what convertible? Mom, we're taking the convertible out. Yeah, the soundtrack is great. Like, it's interesting watching the videos because the original movie had Dick, uh, the Untouchables perform, and in this version, Dick Dale plays. Yeah, you see, F? you see the F? Yeah, now, adding the F in there. Dick Dale was cut from this version. Oh, it was cut, and then the, the Untouchables. He's in. Now, did you meet Dick Dale, Eddie? No, I, ne- I never remember meeting him, no. Not now, this guy was the father of surf music. He Is that did right? all that stuff with reverb. He had, like, Arabic scales, you know. Interesting. And he was a big, big deal. No, I, I didn't know that. Now, Carol was all about The Tonight Show. She was a recurring character on yes. Johnny Carson. Yeah, the Tea Party Girl, the tea, right. tea Time Lady. Tea Time Lady. 
This is a very a fun statement. fight that they're having. She did, a, she did a Bewitched episode. She was a very famous actress in the 60s and 70s. She did a yes. lot of TV. Yes. There's a girl. Here's another question. There's a girl on Playboy called Nina Wayne. Is that Carol's sister? She looks just like her. Um, yes. Nina yes. was her sister, and okay. they started, they were um, like ice capades kind of people. They were skaters together. Uh -huh. And they were in some films and such together. But Carol Carol got onto The Tonight Show, and that led to many other things. But Nina... Now, Carol was in Playboy. Lyle Wagner was in Playgirl. Uh -huh. I think some... Um, Linda was in Playboy. Uh -huh. And there's one other who was in Playgirl. Uh, it might Wagner. have been the dad. Lyle Wagner. Lyle Wagner. Lyle Wagner, yeah. yeah. Playgirl, but there's another one of the dads who was as well. Well, like really, comedian one. Oh, oh, how funny! You mean Morgan Paul or the other guy? The comedian with the mustache. Yes, it's um, guy. yeah, yeah. Biff Menard. Biff Maynard. Yeah, Biff Maynard. Maynard. Yeah. Maynard. Uh -huh. Now it's really interesting. His birth and death both have mystery. There's like he was either born in 39 or 43. He's got like mm -hmm. duplicate paperwork. Uh -huh. And his death, he was sick for a long time, but nobody knows how he died. What his was the sickness he had. He mm -hmm. died in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. This is uh, this is entertainment. Can I tell you a, a true fact? I don't, I don't want to bring your thing down, but I, I was gonna say I wasn't gonna mention this, but since he's dead, I guess it doesn't matter. But he was uh, in real life a racist. I never like I haven't worked with him. Yeah. He was the most racist man I ever met. We I was with this, I worked him one day, okay, and there was an African American secretary, and he said, "I'm going to rub your head for luck." And he's literally, I was like cringing. I wanted to bell wow. him, but he was saying this stuff. He was, I mean, you hear the term thrown around, racist, racist, but he was a real life race. He must have been raised ignorantly. But yeah. as far as me, he was a nice guy, but he was a very ignorant man. Now, in the scene in which they're in the town council and right. you're underneath the table hiding, right. apparently uh, he, Mannard wanted to fight with Cleavon. There was going to be a, they were going to have a fight. Yeah, it's mentioned in the commentary. Now I'm thinking he's African-American. Maybe that was. Might be. Maybe it had something to do with it. I would say he was the only racist I've ever worked with in like 20 odd films all my career. Yeah. yeah. Uh -oh. okay, so now we're going to get our gross-out scene in which they eat a lot, bunch of disgusting stuff. And yeah, yeah. A boom mic. A boom mic yes. is invisible. Oh, even worse. Oh, is that right? <laughs> the the gross-outs we could handle, but the boom mic was too much. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> right. over the top. When we watched the both versions, the theatrical cut and the uh, director's cut, they added mm -hmm. even more gross stuff to the gross-out scenes. Like Really? Yeah, so the, uh, the our uh, asparagus is going to have bird shit on his sandwich, which he's going to eat. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what grossed me? I remember this is later in the movie, but I remember the scene where they're having sandwiches at the end. You know, and Ruth, we're on the beach. Ruth Buzzy eats a mayonnaise sandwich. She really eat yeah. that. She really ate. It, I almost threw up. I, it made me nauseous. <laughs> but she, I saw her, she put the mayonnaise on it. She took a big bite of the sandwich. Oh my god. It's that's a that's a favorite scene because of your hats. Yeah, the hats you wear in this you, movie. That was my real hat. I was my real yeah. hat. I had. I'd use it as a gag, and I brought it in this set, and Randall let me use it. Oh, now sure. we have the producer Porky's kind of boob smack there. Yeah. Right. 
Now, the original footage with everyone dancing in the cast and then this added on footage, it's mixed in in the same scene and they kind of have a different feeling. Interesting. Even the, even the sunlight hitting them, it's from right. a different, different. angle. You know? yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, so there's the untouchables. That's the untouchables, right. And they mentioned there's a guy from the Southern California dance uh, punk scene that dances in this movie that they, they talked a lot about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So they were really a group. There was a group called the Untouchables. Sure, they're actually in Repo Man, the movie too. Okay, uh, as well. I didn't know. Yeah, that. I'm, I'm so not into that scene. Okay. Yeah, it was like the the ska scene of the uh-huh. Southern California early '80s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and he really goes for it, Tom Ballard, in this movie in this scene. Yeah, he chews up the scenery literally, doesn't he? Literally. This is the part of the movie where I I regret telling people they should see this movie because you have that duplex scene. It's so clever, so well done. And then he breaks the the window. And then you have this scene. And it's like, I still have to endorse this movie. And then they added this part where it's gross and titties. You're right. Why mess with it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is all not really gross stuff. It's like baked goods in the form of a starfish and mm-hmm. uh, gummy worms kind of stuff. Yes. Okay, well, I could, get, I could deal with that, but then watching those guys eat bird shit sandwiches is yeah. like too much. Yeah. God knows. I guess that was whipped cream, maybe. I don't know what they used. Yeah. Got their buzz money. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the guy you were talking about, Mike, his name was Craig Allen Rothwell, and he was called Spaz Attack back in the punk days. Okay, yeah, so he's doing his Spaz Attack dance in this movie. Now, he was in Evo's um, Can't Get No Satisfaction, and he did, like, five backflips in which he lands on his back. It must have hurt. Yeah, it's a good song for him. Yeah, it's gross. Like, I feel so embarrassed. Like, I tell people to see this movie. Yeah. Like, Don't worry about the TNA. It's just the way it yeah. is. And then you get to this. No, scene, I, mean, like, I would be embarrassed to bring my parents to this movie or my sister with, with the <laughs> TNA and this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was one of the reasons why this film kind of resonated because it it had its TNA and then more. Okay, so we get the bird shit and titties in the background in the scene. Right. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got these cool looking punks. Yeah, Carl's you, have to balance, away. you have to balance yeah, the, the, right. the art, and it's hard, it's a hard balance in showbiz. Yeah, like he's eating the bird shit. Yeah. I don't want to think about this. No, um, Eddie, you talked about playing poker a lot with Eric and Josh, but that's yeah. just after the movie was done. You would go it, it, on to play poker with them. No, right? I think it was during the movie too. I think during the shoot, we do it on weekends. You know, we would uh-huh. we would hang together. They were great. Eric, Jeffrey, and and Josh were all great guys. We hang together a lot. Oh, now the one thing he doesn't want to yeah. eat is that one of your hats. Which is that one? It was like an umbrella. Oh, that's mine. Yes, that is mine, too. I brought that in. The umbrella and the big hat are both mine. So he doesn't drink it, big head. Don't drink it, big head. Don't drink (laughs) it. Yeah, he can't. He'll eat all this shit on the beach. Yeah. 
He's kind of like our Superman at the end. He's like James Bond. He breaks into the villain's lair and, and frees everybody. Yeah. So Tom Villard wins the gross-out contest. Yeah. <laughs> he seems happy about it. Now, this soundtrack was never released, and Oingo Bongo, wrote a, yeah, Oingo yeah. Bongo wrote a song for this movie, and it's nowhere else unless you watch this movie. Is that right? I That's think it's called Hold Me Back. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's if you're cool. Oingo Boingo completist, you have a copy of Surf yeah. 2. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, know this guy right here. Surf songs. Yes, this is Spaz Attack. Wrong guy to drink it. And he will do his freak out dance. You know, this is his trademark. This was what got him onto a Devo video. But they all like his dancing. They do. So there were three Beach Boys songs. There was the Circle Jerks were in this. Thomas mm -hmm. Dolby. Um, Oingo Boingo had two songs. One you can't find anywhere else. Mexican Radio by Walla Voodoo. Oh, yeah, I love that song. Great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Did the Beach Boys? So the Beach Boys might have seen Surf too. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's well, at least right. they got a yeah. check from it for sure. It's strange yeah. to hear the Beach Boys on this because it, it seems like well, they get right. around. They, they get, get around. around. <laughs> right. Touche. Nice Very girl. good. Well, dead. Wait a minute. You two, you two have two of the Beach Boys' names. Did you realize it? Oh yeah. Mike well, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I think Carl's a better name than Mike when it comes to the Beach Carl Boys. Wilson and Mike Love. Yeah, I'm yeah, Mike Love. Up. I'm Eddie. <laughs> you have a pretty decent name, I think. Oh, so they abduct the girls. Did you guys not get that joke? That was hilarious. No, say what again. happened? What's the joke? Yeah, what happened? I thought you had a. I think you have a pretty decent name. Your name oh, Menlo Schwarzer, funny. No, no. Okay, forget it. He's I'm trying sure to rhyme decent with decent. Oh, decent name. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I, I would like to apologize on behalf That's of the late. podcast. You're absolved. You're absolved. Thank you. <laughs> Tell that joke halfway through the movie. <laughs> now, Eddie used no cue cards in this. No, you're right. Movie. These were the only days I did. And this was after War Games. War Games was when I started using them, but this I did all myself. No cue cards. Right. Nice. I thought War Games was a really good character. You're giving away our best stuff. Yeah. I couldn't say data encryption algorithm. I just kept forgetting the line, so they gave me the cue cards. <laughs> okay, so now Sparkle is going to sort of team up with, um, with Chuck and uh, Joe, and they're yeah. going to, I don't know, like... She's got her, Sparkle's got her toe half in the water. She wants to help them, but she doesn't reveal everything until mm -hmm. the way end of this whole scene. Mm -hmm. Now, this was the very first scene they shot for this movie. It's a really long scene. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it's, we, we meet all the surfers up front and half of them turn into to zombies. So these zombies, are the two right. main characters. Like, I you don't really expect it. Like, I, I thought it would be the other people. Mm -hmm. But they're, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, they're going to kill this guy, basically. They'll open him up, remove his guts, leave him there. 
well, he won't die. He'll remember he's going to drink Buzz Cola and it's going to come out of the sutures, right? Yes, yeah, right. Now, we give Randall a lot of credit for this film, but much, much, much of this film was ad libbed. And um, we're like some of the greatest things Peter says, like, that's the cycle of life right there, boys. It was all outlived. <laughs> yeah. He's really funny at this. My, the only thing I remember was a little, it takes like a couple seconds. My last scene on the beach, you know, where we're on the beach, and I have that big hat that sticks out. Yeah. Turn the head and smack somebody. But that was my bit. I said, I'm going to do that. That's fine. <laughs> that was the only thing I remember. I, I remember pretty much sticking to the script on my part because I love to ad lib and I have a hard time memorizing lines. You do stick to the script in this film. Yeah, pretty yeah. much so. That's the well, second thing. It's funny. That's funny. I guess it's Jaws. It's nice that he has the plastic uh, curtains already prepared. Mm. Now, there were plans. Well, they were very, very loose. It was just Randall thinking about it. But there were plans for a th another a follow-up movie. It was going to be three. called Surf 3 no. 3D. You're kidding. Well, the whole concept was these aliens crash into the ocean and in Southern California, and they kind of get hooked on surfing. Um, and they had, like, two hands... So they would walk on their hands and mm -hmm. uh, and sort of like a head, and they would disguise themselves by wearing balloon pants, you know, those mm -hmm. 80s MC Hammer kind of pants. Right, right. I didn't even hear about this. I never heard of it. Well, I only heard it on the D, uh, the Blu-ray commentary mm -hmm. uh, with Randall Baddett. Oh, nice. We were, you know, of course, you know, we were the first movie in the history of motion pictures to be a two before there was a one. There was actually a Guinness movie records book and Surf 2 was listed. It goes, the, the first movie ever to be listed as 2 when there was no original movie. And then later, okay. I think Bill Cosby took that gag. He had Leonard Part 6. He kind of right. switched on that gag. But we were the first. It is so funny how it's Surf 2, the end of the trilogy. Yeah, so exactly. For the yeah, first movie. Yeah. yeah. I used to have a poster. There was a great poster for it, I remember. A girl's legs on a surfboard. It was a great poster. I think I've seen that. It has a list of all the music on it, too. Yeah. Also, I think it's one of the two or three films I got top billing. You know, it's, I, I don't do the top billing, bro. I'm usually one of the lower ones. Do you and remember the other one? Yeah, you're a villain in this. Oh, yeah, I'm a bad guy. You're right. You're, you're right. Yeah. Now, they could all beat now here he wakes them all up just by talking. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah, he's the secret weapon in this movie because he, he just kind of hits when you don't expect it. Yeah, it's crazy that he never liked being in front of the camera because he's so funny. His he's so hilarious, funny. isn't he? Yeah. Now, this is the scene in which Sparkle will reveal everything, including her real identity. I right. forget your name. See how the, he's not dead. He got oh, autopsy, right. but he's not dead. Right. Oh, thank God. And here comes the uh, the gag, cartoon gag. 
Now, if that happened in my house, I would definitely put a tray underneath it so it won't hit the carpet. <laughs> you, you can't sit down without a coaster. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what became of Brandis Kemp? Did she work after this? She passed away recently. Uh, How did she? Yeah. Oh, she was so nice. I didn't know that. Yeah, just Friday, a couple yeah. of things. Friday's lasted for about two seasons, I remember. You know, it's it's actually on one of the streaming services. I think Tubi has has it. Not all, not every episode, but they do have the Andy Kaufman ones that they were known for. Oh yeah, that was right. That was the big one, right? Remember? Yeah. Jack Burns came in. Yeah, they got in a fight. I remember that. But what was weird is he showed up the next season, and he, Andy Kaufman was born again with his wife, and he spent the monologue singing Christian songs, and then stopped the police from performing because the last bit had drug humor, and he was a against drugs oh my god so he was still doing a routine like and that one's not so well known but yeah she's great in it and the, the show is pretty miserable usually but yeah it was it was a yeah. poor man's saturday night live yeah you now, try to watch him now the one that covid19 yes um, put the period on the end of the sentence now she was not doing well with some brain cancer but it was this complications from covid19 that did her in oh that's a shame Super nice lady. Yeah. So here comes the secret. Thank you, Mike. I was his girlfriend. Well, that's impossible. The only girl Schwartz ever hung around with was Florinda Budnick. Yeah, Florinda Budnick. Florinda Budnick? He's a pretty, pretty nerd. Well, they show like a nerdy picture next to her legs and stockings, so it's a mm -hmm. little contrast. Yeah, I keep going. This scene bird. doesn't have Yeti, yeah. so we're, we're bored. Yeah, they got. <laughs> this is the stray cats. Yeah, the oh, stray cats. I remember them. Yeah. Stray Cat Strut. Yeah, there's a lot of decades of pop culture in this movie. The 50s, yes, you're 70s, exactly right. Yeah. You know, uh, Horseshack, I guess, for the 70s. Mm-hmm. Now, this was 10 years after. Okay. Now, Eddie's hiding under one of those gingham tables by the two dads. Right. And they're arguing to, to keep the beach closed until they understand what's going on. So they say, like, everybody knows Buzz Cola is what's the problem. So Eddie replaces the Buzz Cola with Cola. Just uh -huh. Coke, you know? Right. And I, it's amazing to me how they go, I don't know, it's just soda. I guess it's okay. They just did an autopsy on a dude. <laughs> knows it's motor oil. Yeah. So, Eddie, this is the scene in which um, Banner, Mannard wanted to fight... Biff wanted to fight Cleavon. Do you remember the incident? No, I honestly don't. I, I don't remember that. Uh, no, for some reason I don't. I don't know why. They okay. got into some kind of upset and they really wanted to fight. Yeah, I'm sure his races have probably had to do it. He probably said something obnoxious and Cleavon probably wanted to fight him. Something might have, you know, it might have happened earlier and it was boiling over. Right, um. right. <laughs> this is also a great scene because it takes place in the middle of the day in a pizzeria. Yeah. Yeah. Kids, 
into zombies. He calls him Bob's dad, not by his name, Bob's dad. And that was his name in the script, Bob's, uh -huh. Chuck's dad and Bob's dad. Oh, Chuck's how funny. I always thought that was funny that poor Chuck and Bob has this sordid history that their their fathers are poisoning their kids, turning their yeah. friends into zombies. <laughs> when they're with them in the previous scene, he goes, why would they be doing it? Why would they be doing it? And they go, money! He goes, yeah. oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Morgan Paul, is he still around? Uh, let me just look. He was the one who I really liked in Blade Runner. Yeah, and he was in, you know, Patton. He goes back to Patton. He's a true classic. Yeah, that's right. He was um, the the assistant guy, Captain Richard Jensen. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see, eighty two Blade Runner. Uh, Apple. He was in the Apple Dumpling Gang. Rides again, Mike. Okay. Uh, he was in Norma Ray. With, okay, uh, so he has yeah, a good resume. That's mysterious, yeah. The Last Hard Men with Charlton Heston. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think I have any credit for him past the early 80s. Okay, so this might have been his last film. It could be. Okay. And this was definitely the last film of Cindy Lou. Right. Or maybe that's... I'm saying it backwards. Um, Wendy Sue? <laughs> yeah, Lindy Sue. Lindy, Lindy Sue. Sue, right. It was, the last... Puerto Rico. it was the last film for Carol Wayne. Yeah. Right. She passed away after this. Yeah. She yeah. also had brain cancer and she died in her 60s, early 60s. She was 61. Who is this? And this is uh, Lucinda Dooley. Oh my God. That's so tragic. She was so yeah. sweet. Her first film was Spielberg's 1941. This is yeah. her last role. Oh. She got married. Oh, she gave up acting. So I worked with her before. I worked with her in 41. I have to say, I saw that movie just the last week, and I loved you in it. It was terrific. Oh, thank movie. you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Tomorrow is sadly we're talking about sad things. Tomorrow is the anniversary of John's passing. Wow. John Bloom. What? John Lushy. Lushy. Oh, yeah. is it? John well, Lushy. let's talk about something nice. Yeah. Two days from now, Eddie's got a birthday. Yes. Thank you for oh, remembering. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I turned sixty-six. Believe it or not, I did Greece uh -huh. when I was twenty. Surf two. I oh, was what? God. I was. I was uh, 27 when I did Surf 2, I guess. Yeah. That's great. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday yeah. to you. Thank sure. you, Mike. Thank you, Carl. You've got, you've got a full decade on me, and I think I'm old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is where the, the, the punks, the zombies surf. And they're right. not good surfers. Really poor mm -hmm. etiquette. They're going to push people off. Right. Now you can see how badly done it is. The real surf scenes, that's Eric's stand-in. And then the ones they do in the studio like this. Yeah, but you know, those beach movies with Frankie and, and uh, Annette, it's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, we just watched one last week. We, we just watched Beach, beach Blanca Bingo last week. You're right. It oh, I so love that fake. one. Yeah. Yeah. But we went to them all as kids. Now, that had Don, Randall, Don Rickles in. Yeah, ahead, Don sorry, Rickles was in Beach, right. beach Blanca Bingo, that's Don Rickles in it. Now, Randall didn't do it himself, but the producers of this film, there were two producers, really good people. They went to Annette Funicello and um, what's his name? Um, Frank, Frankie Avalon. Frankie Avalon. And they said, D -d -d they didn't even like stay on the phone. They're like, we're not, we're not. We're not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on. Oh, really? Was that Bronstein? 
Ron the Brownstein, Brownstein? Uh, the producers was yeah. George Browns. That's it, George Brownstein, right? Yeah. Hamadi. Yeah, and it, it, I worked with Frankie in uh, Greece. You know, he was a wonderful, nice guy. Uh huh. Yeah. And they brought Linda Carriage to the production. Uh -huh. They bumped into Linda Carriage on the street in Los Angeles. They were coincidentally doing a movie in which there was a Marilyn Monroe lookalike. Now, Linda had a small mini career as a Marilyn Monroe lookalike. I could see that. Yeah. Now, if that made sense that they saw her and thought, hey, she looks like Marilyn Monroe. So they cast her in this horror film, Fade to Black. Oh, my God. That was famous. Let's see here. I don't think um, I've seen it. Let's see I what music's playing. Was a playboy. Um, striking resemblance to Marilyn Monroe. They offered her a part. It led to her posing as an actress for Playboy photo shoot in their December 1980 episode as Marilyn. Mm -hmm. Rampant interest from photographers, filmmakers who wanted to photograph and cast her as lookalike characters. She would appear as a Monroe double once more in Go West, Young Man, 1980. So I guess she's just out of the public eye. This is yeah. very funny. She's born in New South Wales, Australia. The mm -hmm. town she was born and raised in was called Wagga Wagga. Interesting. Okay. She's probably married with kids right now, I bet. I bet. And they're yeah. probably all grown. Yeah. I wonder if Wagga she shows Wagga. up too. Fozzy Bear came from there, too. Is that right? My favorite Muppet. <laughs> well, I'm just making a joke because he always goes, Wagga Wagga. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> No, they beat the punks. They yeah, that's right. They win yeah. the trophy. Right, but there we go. Ahead, turn it up. He's going to give a little speech. He's trying to fully control the coast. Yeah, and he's doing it with the help of two bogus businessmen. Our fathers. Oh, our fathers. Got some gravitas in this movie. <laughs> now you they go against their parents. They they got punk. Yeah. They drank the Buzz Cola. Oh, yeah, they get abducted. There's no one else on this beach? Not during filming. Now, we are deep into Act 3 here, and we're getting towards our climax. Mm -hmm. And Menlo will reveal his big plot, and it'll all get messed it's up. like you're narrating a porn flick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. That was a now, look how they're getting sucked down into, I mean, it's really just reverse footage, mm -hmm. but they're getting sucked down into uh, uh, Bunny's hideout. Right. But it always, it always, the scene always reminds me of the monkeys. Like, the monkeys always end in, like, this. There's some kind of crazy sped up uh, chase scene. Things right. Fall apart. Right, right. Yeah. Except there's no song. Right, okay. there's no now we're going to have some of the worst. Now, it's just my opinion. It's just my opinion. We're now going to have some of the worst comedic acting we've ever seen. <laughs> and roll them. <laughs> Is this hilarious? What do we think? I think it's <laughs> 
Give him a break. I do find these suitcases where you stick your head in kind of jarring. Well, they are going to beautify them now. Before it's too late. Too late. That's rich. It's already too late. What time is it? Oh, it's Eddie, do you remember her being up close to you all the time? And you could smell yeah. her? And... Yeah. By the way, that was my ad lib. That little bit of shtick was mine. Uh-huh. What time is it? Oh, it's about that. Hey, never mind. I did like a double take, like a Bob Hope double take there. I threw in little things like that. I love it. I might have worked once, but not again. I used to want to be like the other kids, you know. I wanted to be a surfer. I wanted to be hip and bitchy and gnarly. But that's over now. What I wanted to wait, wait, that was a mistake. Do. I should have said bitchin. It should have been B-I-T-C-H-I-N. I said bitchy. That was a mistake by me, and they left it in. With a powerful reverse sex hormone. You know what it's like to be the only guy on the beach with tits? It's miserable. Oh, yeah. This is my drag scene, yeah. But you're not very stacked. I need falsies, don't I? <laughs> okay, that budget. okay, now Johnny yeah. Bighead will ruin everything for Menlo by simply destroying the place. I destroy anything. But it does remind me like of James Bond or even Casino Royale in the 60s where mm -hmm. they just come in and destroy everything at the end. Right. The, yeah, the monkey song will play right about now. Yeah, now we'd be hearing Auntie Griselda. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the worst sung song in the history of the Rocky era. <laughs> <laughs> now, in an earlier script that Randall wrote, you know, and I, I mean earlier by like the first half a day, he was actually having the surfers murder people and kill people. Seriously? And then it was like, yeah. And he's like, this isn't funny. Yeah. That takes away, well, that takes away the comedy atmosphere. It kind of kills the atmosphere. So he abandoned that. Yeah. Good. It does have a good horror element to this comedy, though. I mean, the, mm -hmm. the zombies and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It is, yeah. It's a bit of a time capsule, right? Because this went on. We had these punks walking around like that in the 80s. Oh, it's now the, the the you know secret hideout has been destroyed and they're all kind of washing ashore right and with big head dragging them now menlo will be one of the last ones now mm -hmm. in surf 3 3d it was supposed to be that he comes out of prison but in this film you know eddie's character never goes to prison as right. a matter of fact, friends right he becomes yeah. friends I remember you being washed up on shore, yeah. Look at him. Big head. He's, he's like James Bond. He goes in the underground lair, destroys it, saves everyone. Right. You would think in this plot that it would be Eric Stoltz, who was the hero, yeah. saving the day, but not at all. Yeah. Now, there are movie rules, and this movie breaks them all. You're right. And I don't think we notice. I think it's still... A good film. Well, yeah, he did something original. Randall did something original there. Now, you really have been struggling. You're tripping and everything, but that was mm -hmm. on purpose, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to fall down, kind of like Charlie Chaplin. You know, that's the best Chaplin. Uh -huh. I to get a physical shtick falling down. And then tossed into the back. 
Yeah, now he is going to get taken away here. But we're going to see him on the beach in a minute. Yeah. Not a, I, I just mean, have my I famous know. hat. Yeah. It is touching. Everyone's friends at the end. I wonder whatever became of that hat, by the way. Some lucky guy on eBay has it. Yeah. <laughs> Thing is, we'd be touching base with you to find out what happened to it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here comes Other our dads. dad, and the joke is they're womanified. Yeah. And then Fred As uh, Asparagus chases after them at the end. Yeah, and you can see that that is a tacked-on thing. It's, it's not really the dads. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, in respect to the producers, which I really don't want to do... They tied it in together because the extra footage met the original footage in this mm -hmm. world. Nice camera. Minolta, remember that? Yeah. I think it's so funny today. You take a picture with your phone and it does the sound of the 35 millimeter film advancing. Yeah, well, they have to. It's by law. You have Kids to. You have to indicate someone's photographing you. Uh huh. Mm. Wow, look at Carol's uh, bathing suit. Yeah. Okay, we get the mayonnaise. Here comes the hook. And oh, yeah, we're God. about to get the mayo. Look at that hat. He's got Twister for a shirt. Oh, there's the mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah, that's my shirt. The polka dot shirt was mine, too. <laughs> Terrific. Matching. Now, look at that peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, the head. How did she eat that? Yeah. This is probably one of the nicest scenes of this movie that everyone just is pals and yeah, it's a sweet yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all is right with the world and we wrap yeah. up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the girls are not zombies anymore. Right. You're right. It's kind of sweet. Yeah, and they're great in this too because they're not putting up with it. They're okay with it. They're just not putting yeah, up. They're okay. it. Yeah, it's not a drag. It's right. Not a drag. Thanks, Carl. <laughs> and you can hear him talk loudly. Okay, now look. You see how it's not really the two dads. But they're dressed like it. And there's a voiceover. You hear them. Yeah. You're right. Oh, so it's different people. Uh-huh. And that's how it goes. And that's uh, yes, Surf 2. It was. What a joy. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Eddie, so much. Well, I really yeah. enjoyed that. That was a trip. We're, we're big fans of it. And uh, you did a great job. And we thank you so much for being part of uh, our show today. Listen, yeah, it was my movie with us. Let's, let's do another one. Find another one. Let's do it again. I, I really had a good time. Thank you so much, Carl. Thank you, Mike. All right. We'll Thank do Muggsy's Women if you're into it. Muggsy's Women. Muggsy's Girls, yeah. You remember it? You oh, remember? sure. No, Stevie and I watched it about three weeks ago. We we put it on. It, it. We couldn't get through it, but it's pretty bad, but we did try to watch it. Well, another we'll one was uh, Laser Blast. Laser Blast is a class. Laser Blast, you've seen the Mystery Science Theater, right? Yeah, Theater. yeah. Yeah. That's one of the funniest MST 3000s ever. It's hilarious. I just wrote about it yesterday on my Facebook page, in fact. 
Now, the other one we did of yours already on our show, which we might like to do, is the the Rosebud Beach Hotel. Yeah, where I met Peter Scolari, who I loved. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's in great times. And yeah, you play an time. alien, and at the end of it, you show your photos from your trip. Yeah. It's yeah. a really good one, too. So. Funny Boys, whatever became of them. Yeah. The Funny Boys, that's right. They're the, like the waiters or something in that. Yeah. That's right. The Bell Boys. Yeah. So did you know them from the comedy scene, or? No, I, I've never met them before Rosewood Beach Hotel. I just met them there, and they were, they were very nice. Yeah. Well, very cool. Eddie, thank you so much for joining us here on LWAFLMOYT. Yes, it's been my pleasure. Have a great weekend, you guys. You too. Okay, bye. bye. Thank you, Eddie. Sure, bye-bye. Well, we, well, Eddie uh, logs off. We want to tell you you could go to Facebook. Uh, he has a, a fan page there, which he's active in, and to get more information. We'll be back next week. We'll, we're here every Sunday on Mini Radio. We're on the YouTube and, uh, of course, on your podcast. Next week's movie is now in the public domain. We'll be watching The Jazz Singer. The Jazz Singer, the first sound feature of this planet. Looking forward to it. So we'll catch you guys then. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length
shoelaces. And I married a widow with a grown daughter. Then my father married my wife's daughter. That made my wife the mother-in-law of her father-in-law. My father became my stepson. Then my stepmother, the daughter of my wife, had a son. He became my brother. He was my father's son, but he was also my wife's stepson. Therefore, their grandson, and that made me the grandfather of my stepbrother. Then my wife had a son. So my mother-in-law, the stepsister of my son, is also my grandmother. Because his stepsister is his wife. I'm the brother of my son, who is also the son of my step-grandmother. I am my mother's brother-in-law. My wife is her own child's aunt. My son is my father's nephew, and I'm my own grandfather. Flat black plastic. Mutiny Radio. We're going to spotlight Black History Month.
sound of my voice this evening. I can heal you tonight. You wanna be healed? Put one hand on your radio. Put one hand on what you want healed. Yo, yo, lady, yo, lady, reach over. Put one hand on the radio. Put one hand on old tired heart and kept humming and singing. Wait in the water. Wait in the water, children.
stop mobbing motherfuckers like a savage breed. I'm taking my turn to make the mic burn. And when I'm teaching class, there's a lesson to be learned. Now I'm battle boxes and tribes all life. Never battle a lot of hate, they always battle for spite. Coach jealous of me, the West Side man. The leader of the brothers and killer of the clan. Man, I don't give a shit, cause my rhyme is legit. Cold put you in the yard and tie it up with my pit. Cause when she starts to bite, that's when I will ignite. The views of the body take it to new heights. I will hide up myself, that's like a part of the elite. Suave and dominant because the rhyme is so sweet. Big call and confusion, magician of illusion. You got a little problem, here's a solution. No one never quits and a quit and never wins. So why you just gambling with dubs and fins? Remember what I say, it sticks like crazy glue. I'm telling you now, I'm not afraid of you. Look up in my face, I tell your heart I'm part. And like I told you before, what? I get locked out the dark. No Tom Smith, cause every time you hear my song, your hands clap. The chosen one, putting LA on the map. With no objection, I plead my case. Tone low, full capacity, leaving out of space. The ace contender will never surrender. When I rock a show, you always remember. Remember the one and only, superior to many. Me losing a battle, no, I can't remember any. Although in the days, I may have lost one. Who in the hell am I kidding? I ain't been out done, cause I'm the best. And I live by what? And if you wanna go song, I'll play a request. It don't take much to make a crowd live. Just a see some George and a little bit of slot. I slip on stage, clear my head, my neck start. Hmm, just a knock up dead, no OZ. No voice from the start, but you never know. Why? Cause I get loaded after dark.
walking, psychopath talking. King of my jungle, just a gangster stalking, living life like a firecracker, quick as my fuse. Been dead as a death, back the colors I choose. Red or blue, cuz of blood, it just don't matter. Sucker died for your life when my shotgun scatters. Colors, the gangs of LA will never die. Just multiply colors. Colors, 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 You don't know me, fool. You disown me, cool. I don't need your assistance, social persistence. Any problem I got, I just put my fist in. My life is violent, but violence is life. Peace is a dream, reality is a night. My colors, my honor, my colors, my all. With my colors upon me, one soldier stands tall. Tell me, what have you left me? What have I got? Last night you told me love and love, brother got shot. My homeboy got jacked, my mother's on crack. My sister can't work cause her arms show tracks. Madness, insanity, living profanity. Then some punk claiming they're understanding me. Give me a break, what world do you live in? Death is my set, guess my religion. Color. My pants are sagging, braided hair Suckers stare, but I don't care My game ain't knowledge, my game's fear I've no remorse, so squares beware But my true mission is just revenge You ain't my set, you ain't my friend Wear the wrong color, your life could end Homicide's my favorite binge color Like a giant, police defiant You'll say to stop, but I'll say that I can't My gang's my family, it's all that I have I'm a star on the walls, my autograph You don't like it, so you know where you can go Cause the streets on my stage, and tears my show Psychoanalyze, try, diagnose me Why? It wasn't your brother to brutally die But it was mine, so let me define My territory, don't cross the line Don't try to act crazy, cause that shit don't faze me If you ran like a punk it wouldn't amaze me cause my color is death Though we all want peace But our war won't end Till all war is seen Survive.
Johnny. into sound. Poison ivy, poison ivy 
country to country, cause I get around. Even if you were in prison, you'd have heard me play. Because the warden had me rockin', I formed the PA. So when you get out, come and see my show. And if you start static back in your go, it's coming off is the title and the theme of the jam. And when the rounds are finally finished, people say, God damn, cause I come off. journey into sound. I need money. I used to be a stick-up kid, so I think of all the devious things I did. I used to roll up, roll up, roll up, I used to roll up, roll up, I used to roll up. This is a hole up. Ain't nothing funny. Stop smiling. You still don't nothing move but the money. But now I learn to earn 'cause I'm righteous. I feel great, so maybe I might just search for a nine to five. If I strive, then maybe I'll stay alive. So I walk up the street, whistling this, feeling out of place, 'cause man, do I miss a pen and a paper, a stereo, a taper, me and Eric being a nice big plate of fish, which is my favorite dish. But without no money, it's still a wish, 'cause I don't like to dream about getting paid. So I dig into the books of the rhymes that I made. So now it's a test to see if I got pulled. Hit the studio, 'cause I'm paid in full.
the volume, pump up the volume. Pump that bass.